Welcome to Sports Connection. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. I'm back here with my co-host Tate Matthews. Tate, welcome to 2022. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hope you had a nice break. I did. I had a great one. Thank you. Good to see you again. Uh, hope you had a great one as well. I know you did. The Wildcats had a big win. Yes. Big Blue Nation. Uh, Vols had a heartbreaker, but that's okay. We're getting better. And, uh, and I didn't rub it in, you know. This. No, yeah, well, I mean, that's... I kept it. That's, uh, I've, I've, I've accepted that a few years ago. No, that's, that's when you know it's bad. Nobody, nobody rubs it in anymore. <laughs> well, you know a stat I saw? I know this is, the, this is the WCS High School Sports Connection, but since you brought it up, I noticed a stat the other day that said, uh, last time at the SEC teams, it went to the last time they had won 10 games. The bottom two teams were Vanderbilt, never, Ever. and Tennessee, 2007. It's crazy. So of all the SEC teams, other than Vanderbilt, they've been the longest up 10 wins. That's got to be that's got to be rough on Big Orange now. Oh, it is rough. Um, that's why the guy that fired him is no longer in athletics. <laughs> There's a soapbox I can go on yeah. if you want me to. Yeah, I, I can feel it. God. <laughs> hey, by the way, a little foreshadowing, but we're not going to give it away. Before show, we were just talking about the boat captain. We've got a new <laughs> segment coming to the show. If you'll remind me, he will be the first recipient of said segment. <laughs> That'll be great. Uh, just one of the new wrinkles. Hey, in 2022. Hey, we're kind of like Steve Sarkeesian. <laughs> All gas, no brakes. We ain't slowing down. Always trying to make Sports Connection better. Let's go. I'm really excited about this. I'm excited too. Now, listen, last time we left off, we did kind of a recap of what we had so far. Now, this week, we're going to start talking about the sports that are rolling, no pun intended, bowling, <laughs> wrestling, Basketball. These, yes. these folks are right in the middle of the action, especially bowling. Now, at the time of our of our taping of our last show, we knew the semifinalists in the district, but it ended up uh, getting finished out there at Franklin Lanes. Congratulations to the Franklin boys and girls, both 19-4 winners, girls over Centennial, boys over Brentwood. The region tournament takes place January 10th, and I love this name, in Columbia, 10 Pen Alley. Ten with two ends. <laughs> and this is pretty interesting now, Tate. On the girls' side, Franklin has advanced to the semifinals, and Creekwood has advanced to the semifinals. White House Tullahoma winner goes to Franklin. Centennial Lawrence County plays Creekwood. On the boys' side, again, Franklin and Dixon get buys to the semis. Creekwood Summit, uh, the winner takes on Franklin. Brentwood Spring Hill winner gets Dixon in the other semi. This week's... It's strange, but it's the gym. The first gym of 2022. <laughs> it's an odd one. So you might be out there wondering, what's up with the buys? So it's a three-district region, and two teams get a buy. So you know, I was, what dictates the buy? I was thinking maybe it was like total pins, or I talked to Coach Logan, who does a great job there at Franklin, and he informed me that. The buys rotate every year, so it's not based on performance. So two of the three district winners got a buy. The other one just had to play a first round. <laughs> so you could be the, the gutter ball, no pun intended, and still get a buy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's different. It's different. But as that sports grow, and I think you'll see some of those things maybe disappear 
I love uh, it. And it'll be, I mean, we take it obviously very serious. And I'm telling you, state championships coming very soon in our district. And it's it's got to be Franklin. It's right going now. to Hillsborough Road, 810 Hillsborough Road. It's got to be. The other, I, I will say this, though. The thing that Coach Logan's done, we've got a lot of coaches done a good job. We, we really do, do. But his team practices more. He, he does a little bit more in the offseason. He's really ramping it up for his fellow coaches. They're having to ramp it up, too, which is good for competition. Hey, that's what good coaches do Coach in every Popovich league. Coach Popovich at it. Brent Wood's done a nice job. We've got several. If uh, Sticking with our new motto for 2022, if, if, if we're talking bowling, the all, all gas, no breaks, <laughs> the award definitely goes to Franklin Bowling. No question. No, and then, of course, we got middle school bowling. That's getting ready to get started here in a you couple of weeks. No, we did a, a show remote from the state tournament. <laughs> There'd probably be a little too much noise, but can you imagine if we did a remote from the 10-pin alley? <laughs> That'd be great. Listen, that, that, that's on our wish list for 2022. I'll take some notes on that. I think that'd be pretty fun. Hey, let's Good talk- luck to all the teams. Oh, no question. Out. Hey, let's talk a little wrestling. I thought this was kind of cool. Uh, Andrew Tomlinson, head coach out there at Franklin, yes. put together what he called the Wilco Super Duels. Uh, seven of our schools from WCS, Franklin, Brentwood, Fairview, Nowensville Summit, Independence Centennial, and then BGA rounding out the field. Uh, Nowensville and Summit both go 4-0 and on the day. It was a one-day event. Uh, some matches I thought that, that stood out. Summit defeats Franklin 38-37. They did it with back-to-back pins from Braden Leach and Landa DeSelli. Uh, Franklin defeated Fairview. So you're seeing a trend that Franklin's, they're on the rise now. Yeah. They really are. Summit beats Brentwood 39-36. And then Nowensville, who again went undefeated, defeated Centennial and Brentwood. Again, they go 4-0. So great event. Great event. I think it is so cool. BGA was the other Wilco team that was there. I, I'm sure there's tournaments that you've been going to and, and, and scheduling conflicts like that. But I would love to see all nine of the schools in this tournament. How cool would that to be? To be you know, you'd be able to say, hey, 152-pounder. 100, I am the 150. I mean, I know they did duels. You know what I'm saying? But if they could find a way to also like work in an, an individual, how cool would that be? I was the best 152-pounder in Wilco for the year. Might be too much scheduling, but the duels I think is awesome as well. And 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 you know I, I read where he was talking about they because of the new alignment they, they've lost some of those rivalries and they got to keep those going. So I think it's very cool. I think it's the same thing you just said. You were talking about Franklin. You notice a trend. I think it's the same thing as the bowling. Coach Thomason puts a lot of time into it. He does. Uh, takes a lot of pride in it. You've seen, <clears throat> we've talked about this before. Doesn't matter how good you are. If you don't have numbers, kind of hard to win in the duels of wrestling. Well, he puts time in it. He takes it serious. Guess what? Numbers are up. Franklin's, and hey, Franklin used to be the standard in wrestling in Williamson County. It was back when there was two or three schools. Before Fairview's title of course that was in the duels right but franklin won the traditional state championship which is that individual tournament and you get team scores correct so yeah, no right. other school has done that they were it back in the day now you know something else hauser rice no taiwan question. armstrong some hall of famers uh, uh they gotta franklin, be on it. that were that were wrestlers yeah. hey let me mention this i think our wrestling coach because you, you talked about this they probably do as good a job as any group of coaches trying to keep that Wilco thing together. Yeah. Things like the Super Duels in wrestling, 
those things are going to have to start happening in our other sports. Otherwise, we're going to lose some of what we have that's special, which is playing one another. No, I no. think they're finding it out in basketball right now. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Um, they got it. But, you know, they will. I think and, – well, and going back to the wrestling coaches, that's a tight-knit group. Go to the – which I know you've been. Go to the state tournament over at the Ag Center and watch those wrestling coaches interact. Not just the Wilco ones, but all of them across the state. That's a – I don't know. I don't know what that is, but th that's a tight-knit group. But and yeah. I mean this in the, in the positive sense of the word. It's almost cultish. Oh, no doubt. I don't mean that negatively. Don't at me. <laughs> no, no, because they feel like maybe that's, you know. That We're they trying kind of, to prove ourselves. They got a chip on their shoulder, like, you know, basketball, football. Well, hey, you know, the, <clears throat> there was a T-shirt that went around a few years ago, uh, Real Tough Guys Wrestle, and then it was at one of the schools here, and the football coach got mad about it, and then the wrestling, <laughs> you know, it was so. Yeah, man, they've kind of got a – they've got a, a – Soccer used to be like that, but yeah, wrestling kind of has an us against the world um, attitude about them. But I think that's cool, man. It's, it's part of what, nothing hey, wrong with it. Whatever bind uh, keeps you tighter, right? No question. And you talk about that state tournament, which will again be at the Ag Center. Mark Reeves of TSSAA, <clears throat> he does a great job. Joe Blair will be involved in that state tournament. Again, our coaches and wrestlers actually work the event too. Hey, some individual results from that. Uh, super duels that I didn't want to mention. Dominic Green of Franklin not only went 4-0, but I thought it was kind of cool that he had a win over Austin Sherman of Summit, uh, Ari Donaldson of Fairview at 220. Then he moves to 285 and gets wins over Will Polk of Independence, Nathan Montpool. There's a name we're familiar with from Nowensville. I thought that was kind of neat that he did that. Braden Leach of Summit, we mentioned him. He had two pins. He's 12-0 in the year at 126, only a freshman. And then undefeated for no one, so had four wrestlers, Tate Crowd, Deacon Stewart, Dakota Patty, and Zach Skinner. So great tournament for, for no one, so. Great tournament for them, and, and they, they're another one. Coach Melzoni's done a great job yes. there. Uh, really, the numbers are up. And that's another sport where, you know, uh, how's no one's going to do when they come up? Uh, they'll be okay. He's done, he's done a I, I think of everything, that was the most impressive thing to come out of that tournament, them going 4-0. Independence also had a tournament, the Mayor Garston tournament. Uh, there were 17 boys team, 15 girls team. Summit wins with a total score of 180.5. Brentwood second, 166.5. And I thought this was pretty impressive if you're talking about those two teams. You go to third place, and it's Nolansville. It's all the way down to 129.5. So that's a pretty big difference Yes. when you're talking between second and third. On the girls' side, our top finishing girls team was sixth. That's a place where we're getting better, and you're not surprised at this because they embraced it earlier than anyone. Independence was our top finishing girls program. They got a little bit of a head start on that a few years ago. Oh, they were by far uh, the first mm. ones to do it. So, uh, you know, they've been doing it longer. They got more out. And, but you see Summit starting to catch up. Ravenwood's putting some uh, – they all are. So, yeah, um, you know, it, it's the same deal. It's, it's you got to have numbers – uh, if you don't, you're not going to place very high. You know what I'm saying? So uh, the growth in that sport's really, really been really fun to watch across the state, but also in Wilco as well. Well, what you're noticing in that sport, too, for our teams, because you're talking about numbers, we'll have individuals do really well, but right. it's not enough on the team to have a big team score unless they pull the 
uh, you know, our, our young lady from Brentwood last year in track when she finished. Holland Powers. <laughs> She's finished six by herself. <laughs> or coffee. I mean, my gosh. Jet Kinder. Hall, uh, Powers and Kinder both won state team championships by themselves. <laughs> Thanks for playing. That's a, that needs to be another segment, the thanks for playing segment. <laughs> hey, have you uh, on uh, NFL, it's ESPN NFL game day uh, before Monday, the come on man segment? I really like that. I wouldn't mind doing that. Come on, man. Creed <laughs> uh, and Lance and Heather, they're in the back going, okay, please. They're like, come on, come on, guys. Nothing else. Come on, please. man. Don't, nothing else. All right. Uh, final, actually, a couple more things on wrestling. West Creek Christmas Clash. Page finishes fifth. They had eight wrestlers placed in the top five, and I did want to mention our man Will Parcell. At 182, he wins and gets his 100th career win. That is a big deal. Big deal. He's probably got another 10 to 15 left. No question. In the year, but uh, you know, I I always say this. I'm trying. I'm I'm half being funny, but I'm not. Like, put divide that by four, and that's how many wins. You know, that means. He was up around 20 or was over 20 as a freshman. That's You get to 100 wins, you're a dude. Hey, a little trivia. Do you know what the mascot of West Creek High School is? The Coyotes. That's right. Got to see that up close and personal. Unfortunately, the year they went to the Final Four State Tournament, uh, had a team at Beach that wasn't one of our better teams, had to go over there for the region first round. We led at the half, but couldn't quite pull it off. Xavier Williams, remember that guy? I do not. I he don't. Was a good boy. He played, so they were good. They played at Lipscomb. You know, with the Final Four I, that I, particular year. I did not remember that. It's like the only good team they've ever had in anything. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> or as they say down in John Wilde's neck of the woods, coyotes. <laughs> hey, the last thing I want you to talk about this because you get passionate about it. Talk about the tournament coming up. For the wrestling team, it's it, it, uh, the the Johnny the Johnny Drennan tournament. Oh yeah, well yes, the Johnny Drennan um, Invitational used to be the Father Ryan Invitational. It's not quite as well attended as it used to be, but it's still uh, that that was the one man. That was the measuring stick. You went there and you did well, then you knew you had a chance to 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 do well in the state tournament. And even more so now, back in the day. Um, everybody was together. Now you've got the public-private split. Obviously, no public-private split at the Johnny Drennan Invitational. So, you know, you come out of there and you win your weight class. You're the winner. You're the winner. You're the man. Tough guy. Great, great. Um, it was really cool at the old Father Ryan campus. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a great tournament. Coach Simpson does a great job with it. I know we'll be well represented there. But it's a, it's it's one you do well there, you can come out with your head held high and your chest puffed out because you're a, you're a tough, tough guy, tough hombre. And our man uh, Bubba Derrick out at Fairview has some ties. Oh, yeah. To He's, that particular program. He, know, he knows that place very, very well. Hey, let's talk a little hoops, Tate. And this is one we appreciate you being a part of it, the King of the Hill uh, Boys Basketball Tournament at Summit, first annual. Uh, T-shirts look great, by the way. Appreciate you uh, being involved there, Matthew's team at Adidas. Congratulations to Summit. Let, listen, if we were uh, betting on high school sports, which we wouldn't. <laughs> okay, we're not, we're not doing that. <laughs> he make, we're not doing that. No way we picked Summit to win. No. I thought, in fact, I kind of jokingly said, well, the Lebanon Independence first round game, that's the championship. Because that was the two best teams on paper, right? On paper. 70 to 52, 
Independence gets beat by Lebanon without their best player, Jared Hall from Lebanon. He plays in the final, and Summit wins 63-47. What makes that even more impressive? You go back to December 3rd, 71-48 Lebanon beat uh, uh, Summit. So that is a 39-point turnaround in a couple of weeks. Congratulations to Coach Faye. Oh, huge. Uh, one, it's his tournament or their tournament. The first time they put it on, everything I've heard about it uh, went very, very well. It will do nothing but grow. Um, you know, the, the summit people, you know, there's a lot of people that go into making one of those, pulling one of those off, the volunteers. And everything I heard was the, the hospitality was second to none. So, and then to go back and to win it, you're right, and to beat Lebanon. Um, that's big. You can tell they're getting better. They're pretty young. Summit's pretty young. Uh, it, the, and, and then to hold them to that few points. But we kind of know that. Coach, you know, we talked about that a lot. Teams a lot of times take on the personality of their coach. Well, Coach Faye's a pretty tough guy. No surprise that the Summit Spartans are starting to play tougher. Listen, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I believe this is his favorite team he's had at Summit. I think this one maybe feels, and, and I kind of get this when you first get there and there's players from previous staff, and not that you know there's any hard feelings, but it, it doesn't quite feel like your group right. until a year or two uh, later. I think he likes this group. He likes the toughness. He likes the underdog role. You know, you mentioned those young guys. Bradley Stewart's a sophomore. He's MVP of the tournament. Andrew Smith, Isaac Power, also on that all-tournament team. And shout out to Coach Street at Page, and Coach Wilkins at Independence. Indy and Page both go two and one in that tournament. Grant Snyder of Page on the all-tournament team. And then the Summit Page semi was a great game, 63-54. You know, something Coach Street said, which I thought was, was, was not only appropriate, and I'm sure he's saying this to his team, but he wanted to send another message. Their record, whatever it is right now, is not great, but they're losing to teams that they're not going to have to beat. Doing a good job. Again, I don't know if Coach made that schedule, if it was already made when he got there, but it doesn't matter. In basketball, it's the tournament. That's right. So as long as your team doesn't lose confidence – Page is a team in their league, in 3A, they're going to make a run at the end. I think they will. So, we'll see. Who cares what your record is right now? Doesn't matter. Listen, I've seen guys do it, and I get it. You know, when I first started coaching, you're, you, you want wins to have confidence and people to have confidence in you. And But once you're established, it doesn't matter. No. It's about getting better. You know, you and I talked about, uh, and this is no knock on anyone. You know, what happened to Brentwood, happened to someone. I'm not critiquing them. But if you can play and you've got illness on your team, what about those guys that never get to play? If you can put five or six or seven or eight out there, play the games because they practice too. That's right. Their mamas and daddies bought a ticket too. They want to see their baby play when they can. So many people. If you get beat, you get beat. Who cares? It makes the program better. So many people are so concerned about winning and losing. I agree. And I get it in some cases. But when you're established, there's no reason. There's really no reason. Hey, let's talk a little bit about a couple of tournaments that happened uh, in Florida. The Franklin Boys and Girls go to the Hilton Sandestin Beach Tournament. Franklin Boys lose their first game, but then they win three straight. The girls lose their first, and they win two straight. Jack Medalli on the boys' side, Gene Costello on the all-tournament teams, and then Ravenwood's girls, they go one and two, but they play great competition. Reagan Grimes, uh, 16 points in that last game, and they beat a Top two team, I think, maybe in the state of Alabama or Ohio that last game. The boys go two and one. All-tournament, Jake Mulder, 
uh, DJ star Brett Shelby, and pretty cool, Coach Whitlock gets win number 250, the dean of coaches in WCS. The dean of, of, of basketball coaches in WCS, that's exactly right, and 250. Congrats to him, man. That's a, that's a big deal. 250 is a lot of wins. Great job. Of course, we love Coach Whitlock. He's a friend of the show, so to speak. Yeah, uh, friend of the show, correspondent on the radio show. He's great. <laughs> Does the tournament thing for WAKM, the college tournament? Yeah. Does the uh, NFHS for Ravenwood now? He does. I mean, school guy, school county guy. guy. Uh, the only thing is he's a – I mean, you want to talk about a glutton for punishment. He is the, he is the yeah, long-suffering Vanderbilt fan. Poor guy. He just can't catch a break. Now the fall – now they can't even beat the lowly Vols anymore like – in a Bad. way, though, because you know Coach Whitlock, he kind of likes being miserable a little bit. I think he kind of likes it. <laughs> oh, man. 250 wins. That's more than Va – Coach Whitlock, congratulations. You now have more wins than Vanderbilt has in the 140-year history of playing football. <laughs> and the only SEC teams that never win 10 games. <laughs> We like Van. Nothing wrong with Van. It's just, you know, this is pile on. We're, we're just, we're piling on here the first show of 2022. Hey, hey listen, not to. All know, gas, no brakes, man. Not, not to uh, uh, one-up Coach Wetlock. I know we're going to mention this in but it's, 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 now's a good time to do it. Coach Wild at Summit gets win number 600. I said that correct. 600 over at Green Hill on December 17th. 62-39, so congratulations to the Wolfman with the big win. We would list all the schools that he's been at, but we've only got eight minutes left, and it'd take the rest of the time. Man, that would be a great family feud topic to see if you really could do it. You get three strikes. Uh, I could get a bunch All of, of the schools Coach Wild has coached at. You know, one he never mentions a lot? I think I know where you're going with it. Harpeth. Oh, yeah. No, he doesn't. But every once in a while. I don't think he had many that added to the 600 there. Negative. <laughs> Most people don't know about Friendship Christian School. Oh, that's right. Assistant there. Yeah. Yeah. And coach was the head boys and girls middle school coach. That's right. That's right. And that didn't go in the 600, by the way. No. He's, he's up around um, uh, probably 700 if you count those. <laughs> but, 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 but I did a little math on that. I think 36 seasons, correct? Is that right? That uh, I think done? that's right. I think that's right. Yes. So it's over 23 wins a year. I mean, it's come impressive. on, man. That's... 26 seasons. 26, that's what 26 seasons, yeah. He'd be, he wouldn't be still coaching <laughs> if he was 36. 26 seasons over 23 wins a year. You know, you talk about all those wins. You know, some of it's longevity, but you got to be good. His teams have been good. He's been really right. good. You know, the thing I like, I like a lot of things about Coach Wild, but uh, like Coach Whitlock, great school guy, does a good job in the classroom, supports the other programs. Uh, the thing about Coach Wild, and I, I, listen, I don't want to say this too loud, but he loves this group of players. Yes, you know, he he's got this tough exterior, and, and it's, you know his his bark is a lot worse than his bite if you're around him much. But those girls give it to him a little bit. Like Runk, she'll give it right to him. Yeah, uh, you know she put something on Twitter about congratulating him and something about you know go eat a meal somewhere <laughs> and go to bed early, or and he loves it. He does. And not many players on his teams, while they're playing for him, from do that. But he loves this team. He loves their personality. And at the end, I think they'll be the last team standing in their in this region. 
He, he well, you can tell he's confident in him. He's got a quiet confidence about him. So he knows what a good team ought to look like. Six hundred. Congrats, Wolfman. Let's talk about some other games of interest. Fairview girls with a 36-35 win over Independence. Centennials girls, a 63-48 win over Nowensville. Hey, let's don't downplay this. Centennial, I believe the record's five and seven on the girls' side. They're like, oh, big. They won two games last year. Coach Hamilton is doing a great job coaching that team. Great job. Uh, great hire by Dr. Dyson. Coach Glass. and uh, oh, he, he, he dots the I's and crosses the T's on the orders too, doesn't he? Coach Hamilton? Yeah. Oh, he's going to make sure. <laughs> Double check, triple check. But uh, all you had to do was you know, meet with him for 10 minutes. The first time you meet him, you knew they're going to be better. Organized. Organized uh, coach. And, he's, he, and, and, and like, like Coach Wild, he really likes his team. So, yeah, that's awesome. Well, the cool thing, too, you know, you and I both are kind of, not even kind of, anti-four classes in hoops. Yes. But let's talk about some positive sides of it. You're talking about teams like Centennial that haven't advanced in a little while. It's a five-team league. If you, if you finish one ahead of the last-place team, you're going to get to play three or four more games. Now, do they do it like this. bowling and you, they alternate <laughs> buys? Or No, no. <laughs> hey, listen, I've got a prediction, and I usually make safe predictions when I do. In two years, they're going to do something about basketball. Some, I'm talking TSSWA. Yeah. Something with the tournament, something with the six, something's going to change. Yeah. Uh, my thought is it might end up being two teams advanced to the region, which I would totally be for. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, something. A five-team, come on. You know, and the, the it, district tournament is kind of a joke. It is now. Right. Five teams, so you're going to have a tournament to get rid of one team. Again, we get on our soapbox about this. Well, but, but it, it is. I mean. But the basketball people, and I don't mind getting on them. I'm a basketball coach. And I would be on the opposite side of this argument. Everybody, let's, we want to be like football. We have to have more classes. There's no comparison. It takes 22 starters in football. Right. Plus, you need a few subs in case you have injuries. But going with that argument, we want to be more like football. Let's add classes. Okay, do you want to be like the other sports and only have two teams advance out of the district? It's the only sport where four teams advance. Right. Football does, but it's different. Be careful what you ask That's for. That's right. Now, it's, I'm, I'm telling you. Well, and I haven't even looked yet. Maybe you have. How are they going to handle the state tournament up? Is it still going to be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Yes, it's going to be a mess. Huh. I, I, that, that's what I think we'll get to as well. I think eventually to get all that squeezed in, we'll do four-team state tournaments. I think it's heading for a four-team state tournament. That way they can get everything at one location. Now, see, I do not like that. I don't either. Yeah. I don't either, but... Again, be careful what you wish for. If you're asking for more classes, this other stuff's going to happen. We're going to have to contact <laughs> our legislative, leg, legislative council member, Coach Trotter, and our board of control <laughs> member, Coach True. Boy. We're going to have to have a talk about this. It's rough. It's rough having to contact me. <laughs> Coach hey. Trotter said the last meeting they had, he's pretty sure they intentionally put his mic on mute. <laughs> Hey, let's talk a little bit of boys basketball here. And I, I, we got to give a shout-out now. Fairview. <clears throat> Fairview's boys are 10-3. and three. Coach McCoy doing a great job there. They get a win over Clarksville Northwest, 57-38. Three players in double figures in that game. McCoy, Pendergrass, and Durham. Ten rebounds for Shama Takup. Great name there for oh. Fairview. I'm telling you, he's got a nice team. 
the reclassification sort of help them big time in terms of who is who they have to beat in the tournament. Uh, so great job by them. Uh, Nolensville, a couple of wins on the boys' side at the Above the Rim tournament in Hickman County. Centennial boys get a win over MLK at the Willie Brown Memorial Tournament at Father Ryan. They also played Green Hill and Hillsboro, which are two tough opponents. Coach Moore's got that team playing well, too. Oh, yeah, and you knew that was going to happen. Coach Moore is, uh, I think he's one of the really, really good coaches in the mid-state. And, and uh, you want to talk about some tough basketball there over that Willie, Willie Brown Memorial. It's a great tournament. He goes over uh, the way they play. You're not going to see a whole lot of 96 to – 92 games in the Willie Brown tournament with the teams that have been going there forever. Hey, and then also, uh, I always love it, uh, but you're talking about Fairview. I think more than anybody basketball-wise, multi-sport athletes. Yeah. McCoy, Pendergrass. Yeah, no They do a great job of sharing athletes there, uh, football players, basketball guys, and, and, you know, makes them tougher. Well, and I know you spent some time because your son played some basketball this summer. with, with Coach McCoy. You spent some time with him. Yeah. You're pretty impressed with Coach. Love him, You've man. You've known him for a while. Yeah, no, yeah. You really got to know him a little better this summer. Well, I got to see him in a different light, you know, watch him, listen to him watching a game, you know. And, um, he, well, one, he's a basketball coach. But I just I just liked – I liked his observations in the game and, and what he's about. I like – I like – I came away with an, um, an even greater respect for him. The guy, the guy knows what he's talking about. I like what he believes basketball is supposed to be about. and um, Yeah, it was fun to watch. Plus, his son's going to be really good, too. That team, well, you mentioned, I mean, that team was that, – that's the super sophomores I'm talking about. That's right. Uh, uh, they made it all the way to the middle school state championship game. Yep, yep. You got Trey on that team. You got Bradley Stewart, who you were talking about, was the MVP. Isaac Powers, who's a freshman, he was on that team. Evan Gaynor. Man, talk about all gas, no breaks, baby. I would have liked to coach that guy. Oh. And, and not – he loves playing for Coach Whitlock, yeah. but trust me, Evan, you'd be letting it fly. <laughs> you'd be letting it fly. There would be no restrictions, no governor. Uh, Daniel Cochran on that team. I don't know if I miss anybody else from Wilco. It was a fun team to watch, man. Oh, Grayson Collins doing a great job this year for Coach Bond and Brentwood. And one of, I, my, one of my favorites, Jackson Matthews. That's right. Who would have also? The puppy. Yes, the puppy would have loved to have – he kind of did play for you on a Stars team <laughs> a little bit a few years ago. Tate, let's finish with this. The district seasons are getting started in basketball. Yep. couple matchups. I want to mention the, the matchups we've got uh, this week. Brentwood at Centennial, Franklin Hillsboro, Independent Summit, Nowensville, Ravenwood. Kind of cool there. We've got a couple that are pretty big rivalries. Right? Yes. And I will say this. With the reclassification, I think the Nowensville ravenwood Rivalry becomes big, bigger than the Woods. I don't know if it's. I don't know about that. But you know, some people thought, oh, Franklin Brentwood would never be topped. But actually, Franklin Centennial's pretty darn big, and Brentwood Ravenwood's probably bigger. Uh, no doubt. So who knows? Maybe. Yep. Yep. Those are good games. And then, hey, pretty cool to see. I, I like seeing these old rivalries coming back, uh, from coaches from other places. And so you got Brentwood Centennial. Well, why does that matter? Bond and Moore, they go way back. They know each AAA. Yeah, man, they know each other really well. Listen, I don't like to go anti-WCS because I love WCS. I still say the old 9 AAA is the best boys basketball, basketball district I've ever seen. It was strong. 
You came out of there, you were legit. It was incredible. Hey, do we want to start pickums in basketball, or is that too much? Well, let's just let's just dive right in. Why let's not? have a little fun. <laughs> well, I don't know if this this this. Let's just do. Uh, here's what we'll do. We'll do the first two. We'll do uh, the boy side. Okay. The last two, we'll do the girl side. Okay. So Brentwood at Centennial girls. Oh, girls. So we'll do girls on those two. Maybe I said it wrong. Yeah. Girls on the first two, we'll do the boys on the last two. Okay. So Brentwood at Centennial girls. Going Brentwood. Listen, I'm 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 going just because we're not really playing for anything right now. I'm saying Coach Hamilton. Coach Hamilton, a big, you're gets, a fan. Gets a big signature win. Coach, I got you. Franklin Hillsboro. Uh, I'm going with Coach Johnson and Franklin. I am too. And then boys' side, who you got? Indian Summit. Now a week ago, it looked like a pretty easy pick. Now it's a tough pick. Oh, Indian I know. Indian Summit. Who you got? Well, I know where you're going, and um, I just don't know. I think they're going to get back on track. So, um, not a whole lot of games where they're not going to be hitting. I, I got a feeling. I just got a feeling. Independence, the ball is going to be going through the net that game, and if that happens. They're hard to keep up with. I'm going with Independence. I'm going to Independence as well in a tough game. And then the last game, no one's at Ravenwood. Ravenwood, too many weapons. Ravenwood. So, really, there's one. the difference maker will be Brentwood Centennial Girls. Yeah, and on paper, you've got – I mean, you're favored, but – But you're a basketball expert. Well, this game didn't play on paper. <laughs> Tate, great to have you back. Great yeah, to man. be back. Excited about 22. Uh, we've got some obstacles still in front of us with COVID, but I think we can get through it. Uh, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. And, hey, man, just think about where we were this time last year. And, I mean, time flies. So, I'm excited. Get out and get to some games, get to some wrestling tournaments, bowling match. Hey, who knows? You might, you might see us at 10 Penn Alley, middle school, bowling, Looking right around the corner. Looking forward to it. Wilco's will be here before you know it. Before you know Spring it. Spring sports. Whew. Love it. Love it. It's a good time of year. Yeah, man. Good to see you. Good to see you. And thank you for joining us this week for Sports Connection. We'll see you next time.